Okay, I admit it. I'm a little biased. I'm going to be a little biased. This is a series I've been waiting for for a long time, and I can't believe it's actually finally here. I mean, it's here. I got to watch it. Today we're going to be talking about the pilot for Batwoman on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. And I probably sound a little bit different today. I uh, updated the Mac that I record the episode on and the software that I usually use to record no longer works because I forgot to check to see if it works. So I'm using something different. So let me know what you think. How do I sound? Hopefully good maybe even better i don't know we'll have to see anyway yeah today we're going to be talking about the new tra oh, not trailer the actual pilot episode of batwoman on the cw got to watch it really excited but before we get into all that if you haven't already please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on it really does help out a lot it tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people with more people listening, the bigger the community gets. The bigger the community gets, the better chance we have of actually communicating with each other in the real world. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Because I really like talking to y'all. Alrighty. First of all, before we get into spoilers or anything like that, I feel like I need to set some parameters for what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. This is not going to be a breakdown of how Kate Kane's origin story in the pilot compares to the comic book or to anything like that. Not doing that. That's not what I'm doing. That's not this episode. And it's mainly because, like with a lot of DC characters, there is, you know, some variation there, but more, there, there are going to be some uh, specifically comics related podcasts and YouTube channels and stuff that are going to focus on that. So I'm not going to be focusing on that because, you know, they'll probably do it better because this isn't an exclusively focused, you know, podcast on comics and stuff. So that's number one. Number two, I'm mainly going to be talking about how I felt about this episode and how I feel that will play into how good the series is going forward. So bear all of that in mind as you listen. So what did I think about this episode? Well, I, for the most part, enjoyed it. Now, I'm not going to say that I didn't like it or anything like that. I, I really kind of did. There, there were some things about it that I feel are more concessions to people who have no idea who Kate Kane is, who Batwoman is, or the character that they're setting up. And some of the things that kind of annoyed me, I feel are more there for an audience who doesn't know who she is to get into her as a character. 
and less for people like me who are fans of the character from the comics. So, and I'll talk about those a bit in spoilers. So, I think for the uninitiated, I think they're going to be fine. I think you're going to be okay with it. I think you're going to like the way that they did this. Ruby Rose is just naturally born to play this part. The Batwoman costume is part of what we're going to be talking about in the spoilers, but I do like it. This does feel like we are bouncing backwards in time with this episode because we already met her in the crossover event last year and she was already Batwoman. And this episode is how she became Batwoman. So that's going to be interesting to see how they play around with that. I do hope that this, like all of the CW shows this year, are realizing that we're heading towards Crisis on Infinite Earths, and that Crisis on Infinite Earths needs to do what Crisis on Infinite Earths did, and that's bring everybody onto the same planet. Make all Earths one. And I'm sorry if that's a spoiler, but Crisis has been out for a very long time. <laughs> so, I, 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 I don't know, I just don't feel like I have to give spoilers alerts for things that happened when I was a child, because I'm 42 years old. Anywho, um, yeah, because I, I want this Batwoman to live in the same world as The Flash and Supergirl and all that, because I kind of like this new trinity that they're setting up, where you're going to have Batwoman, Supergirl, and The Flash, because we know that this is the end of Arrow this year. All in all, I liked the characters. I really like this depiction of Alice. I'm kind of hoping she gets a little bit more cartoony as time goes on. But, you know, as upset as I was that she didn't have on her outlandish makeup and whatnot from the comics, I kind of realized that people who are not familiar with comics, and let's be honest, that's the main audience for the CW shows, might get confused that she's a knockoff Harley Quinn because the pale face, the ruby lips, you know. I could see how people would visually confuse her for Harley Quinn. So I, I'm not going to be like a big stickler for that, but I don't know. I like I like my comic book properties to be outlandish because that's what we go to them for. Because if I want realism... I'll just watch a cop drama. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? All in all, the episode worked well. The relationship they set up between her and her father, I think, will be interesting. The relationship between her and her sister, well, one of her sisters, will be interesting. I think the way that they set up Alice worked. They're doing Luke Fox, so that's going to be a thing that we'll see. I think Lucian was one of those characters that was created for Batman Begins that, to me, lessened Batman in a way that I felt was unnecessary. It made him not special and took away some of his specialness. So we'll have to see how that plays out on this show. I'm assuming that he's going to be the son of Lucian Fox. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But all in all, the characters were interesting. The setup was interesting. 
The backstory and how they implemented it was interesting. It just, it felt like they were trying to get through a lot because they were trying to do the origin story because unlike Batman, people don't know Kate's origin story. So as far as things go, you know, I'm kind of done with origin stories and this was an origin story. So it is what it is. I... I am hoping that it finds its groove fairly quickly because this was obviously a pilot because it was literally named pilot. I am willing to cut it a lot more slack for some of the things that felt a little bit rough around the edges, like the way we're going to have Kate interact with everybody because if she's just going to be belligerent and angry with everyone, the show is not going to work. Though we did get a few glimpses of her softer side in this episode, and I'm hoping we get more of that as time goes on. That would make me happy. That would make me very happy. But we're going to have to wait and see how all that plays out in the end, because, well, that's all going to be very dependent on how they end up writing this character. And I think this show, more than any of the other CW shows, is really going to have issues with differentiating itself, because bringing the Bat family into the CW Arrowverse is a good idea. It's something that needs to happen, but because Arrow doesn't have a lot of iconic characters in it, and I'm talking about the original comics here, and with the exception of like Huntress and Black Canary, they basically imported a lot of Batman lore onto Green Arrow and gave him a lot of Batman's villains and quite a few of Batman's storylines, to be honest. So they've used up a lot of the Bat family lore for Arrow. And especially with Batwoman coming out this year. And Arrow ending this year, they really need to work hard to make sure that this doesn't feel like, oh, we're getting rid of Arrow and replacing him with girl Arrow who wears a bat suit. That's not going to work. And I don't think that that's their intention. I don't think that's what they're going to do. But, you know, trolls will troll and they'll say that no matter what. But the show really does need to find its own footing and a way to differentiate itself from Arrow in a way that will make sense for most of the people in the audience. Now, the family connections and everything that they've established in the first episode with, you know, Kate's backstory and her um, stepsisters and all that, that will go a long way because it's very different from the backstory of Arrow, but she's also a rich person who's going out to fight crime, much like early Oliver Queen, so we'll have to see how this all works out in the end. Welcome, my friends, to the Spoiler Zone. The Spoiler Zone is the place where, unsurprisingly, we talk about spoilers. So if you have not seen the pilot episode for Batwoman, and don't want to know anything that could be considered a spoiler, please go watch it, come back, and listen to the rest of the episode. From now on, we are going to be talking about events that take place in the episode 
And yeah, I just don't want any angry tweets about how I spoiled it for you because you've been warned. So all in all, the biggest surprise for me is that they actually kept in that she was don't ask, don't tell out of the military. And the reason that was kind of a surprise for me is I, while it is an integral part of her character and it's a very quick and easy way to explain her being a lesbian character, I, I, I didn't know how relevant that plot point would still be in this period. As, and I don't mean that like the Trump era, because anytime you talk about bad things happening to LGBT people, it, this is a very good time to do that because the government is increasingly doing bad things to LGBT people. But, you know, the specific plot point and storyline of her being don't ask, don't tell out of the military, I, I, I don't know. I thought that that might not make it into the show. And I was refreshingly surprised to see that it did. I was kind of happy to see that it did. And I'm curious to see where that storyline is going to eventually go. Especially seeing that her lover, who could be bisexual, let's not commit the grave and mortal sin of bi erasure, but her girlfriend at the time being married to a dude. I'm hoping that it's not just going to be a closet case scenario, because honestly, I feel like those are a little bit passe, maybe not for a straight audience, because, you know, a heterosexual audience probably hasn't witnessed a lot of those stories, but, you know, I, I don't need a tortured coming out episode from... I, I don't. But if it happens, we'll talk about it then the tortured backstory is she's a member of the bat family so something terrible had to have happened in her background to make her eventually put on a bat costume i mean isn't that the way of things i mean from batman through all of the robins to batwing to just go through the bat family nothing good happened to any of them except for maybe barbara Barbara Gordon's reasons for becoming Batgirl are varied and different, so maybe she's the one without the tortured and strained past that we can talk about, but this isn't about Babs Gordon, so yeah. I, I like the way that they set it up. I like that they did the continuity of, you know, Batman trying to figure out how he could have saved her family and all that. I... I I do enjoy how they kind of set that up and paid it off. I do like a show that remembers to pay off its setups because we've had a few high profile shows that forgot how to do that recently. And I, I, I like the idea that it's at least paying attention to these things. I, I'm trying not to skip all the way to the end because I really want to talk about the end of the episode, but I, I like the idea of showing her sister as this kind of effete socialite and then realizing that she's got more to her in running the clinic, the underground clinic. I am curious to see exactly how they build the Bat family up because you can kind of see that her sister and Luke are going to be her team 
they're going to be her Cisco, you know, yeah. I'm curious to see how they build that up because, you know, she's eventually going to have to tell her sister probably that she is Batwoman or her sister's going to figure it out and dot, dot, dot. We'll, we'll see how that works when we get there. But I think that's going to be a much more interesting thing, having it be a family member like that, because her relationship, this is one of those places where they can really differentiate from um, Arrow in that her relationship to her sister is very different from Oliver Queen's relationship to his sister. And by setting up right out the gate that they have different, you know, parents, parentage and whatnot, I, I like how they're setting that up. Because, you know, the last thing this show needed was a surprise, you're not really my sibling, well, you're only my half-sister story, and I I'm fine with the way that they set that up. I I'm, I'm more curious to see how they end up doing the dynamics, because the tension that they put in between her and her father, and the idea that her father may or may not be one of the villains of the show is going to be an interesting thread for them to play out because they haven't set him up as like a full-fledged villain he's not deathstroke or anything hopefully um though they've already used deathstroke i believe yeah they they did in arrow but you know we'll, we'll see where they go with the crows and how that works and my biggest fear is that the crows are somehow going to be working for the court of owls because you can see the bat lore that they're probably going to want to bring into the show that has been popular outside of the tv universe and that has never really been used in the tv universe so you know is the religion of crime gonna play into this i mean they're bringing alice in and oh i i i'm so interested to see how they do with alice I really liked the reveal at the end of the episode that it's her lost sister, that Alice is really Beth, which of course sets up the what happened to their mother, assuming that their mother is actually dead and will not be revealed as another supervillain later, though if they really wanted to do that, and with all of the hype around the really bad Joker movie that's out right now, they could bring her in as the Flashpoint Joker, that would be really fun except for a lot of people would be confused because why is there a female joker but there was a female joker <laughs> there's probably been more than one but the one that sticks out most of my head is the one from flashpoint where instead of martha wayne martha and thomas wayne dying bruce is the one that dies and so martha ends up becoming the joker and thomas ends up becoming batman and it's a it's a fun play on the mythology of batman that's something that they could really play with in this show if they wanted to because i think it would be interesting to see what they would do with a female joker but i i don't think that they're going to go that way all in all the episode was fun it was well paced it didn't drag even though it had a lot of backstory that it had to get through and a lot of characters that it had to introduce so that's promising going forward, especially from a pilot that is literally a pilot. They called it pilot, <laughs> which means that this is kind of the rough draft and we'll actually get a better idea what the series is going to be like when the next episode drops, hopefully. But all in all, I'm pretty excited. 
Kate Kane is a great character. I'm glad to see her finally being brought to the television. And I, I, I really like the Arrowverse. So hopefully this will work. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, but all in all, if you haven't checked it out because you were nervous, I, I think it's, I think it was a good episode. It wasn't a great episode. This isn't, you know, one of those episodes that really made me go, I am going to have to watch all of this, but it, it was enough to make me very excited and I can't wait to see where it goes going forward. Alrighty. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. I hope the episode sounds all right. Using a different uh, software to do this is kind of freaking me out because it's different and you know how we feel about difference. We love change. But all in all, I'm happy. Um... If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, you can, in the show notes, find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I am C.E. Dorset on both. You can also, um, while you're in the show notes, click on the Patreon link, and that would be awesome if you could give me as little as a dollar a dollar a month. It really does help out a lot. Patreon is the main way that you can support me, the show, the books, the world building, everything that I do. I am really appreciated if you could do that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's okay. But if you know anybody that you think would like the show, please do share it with them. That helps out a lot too. And thank you to everybody who already does that. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm posting, you know, world building stuff over on World Anvil, and I am posting to Twitter each new article as they come out, so you can keep up easier over there, finding out exactly what it is that I'm doing in the new stuff. So, yeah, lots going on. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye. <laughs>